Good morning, friends. I'm glad you could be with me today as we study God's Word together in the Unfolding the Word ministry. We're in the midst of an extended study of 1 John. We're in the fourth chapter now as we press forward in that book. Today I want to pick up our reading in verse 13 of the fourth chapter. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit, of his Holy Spirit. The context of these verses that we're looking at in verses 7 through 12 of the fourth chapter, we've been talking about love. In all cases, the English word love translates the Greek word agape, which is a particular type of love. It is a selflessness. It is a self-giving sort of love. It is a love that has its origin in God, not mankind. In fact, it's not native to mankind at all. It's a love that God pours into our hearts after we turn to Christ as Savior. That love was defined in 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. Go back and read that and get a sense of what agape is all about. The core proof of agape was the Father sending his Son into this world to be our Savior. Jesus Christ, the very Son of God, going to the cross to die on the cross for our sins. As we express agape toward others, and particularly toward others in the church, we both prove that we know Christ, because we couldn't have such agape apart from that, and then secondly, we also prove that we're growing as disciples. By the way, as part of that, we also saw that agape love is part of God's very nature, one of his attributes. And we ended with the idea that God wants this agape seen in the church fellowship. In fact, it's a way in which the world sees the Lord as we love one another with God's love within the context of the church. Now today, shifting gears, uh, we're moving on to yet another important truth, a truth that we encounter by way of reminder I've talked to you before that 1 John is set up in a somewhat circular fashion. A certain number of topics are covered, and then they're covered once again from a slightly different vantage point, and then covered once again. And that's what we've been doing. Certainly, love was talked about in previous chapters to chapter 4. In the same way, what we're looking at today was talked about. And what we're talking about today is the inner witness of the Holy Spirit within our hearts as children of God. God is reminding us of that important inner witness of the Holy Spirit. The indwelling Holy Spirit coming into our life is one of the proofs that we've come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. That point was made earlier in 1 John, and in point of fact, it's made throughout the New Testament. Let's consider now some facts that this passage is telling us about, about that indwelling Holy Spirit's presence in our life, and that indwelling Holy Spirit's speaking to us of assurance of our right standing with the Heavenly Father. First of all, let's make an assumption. This is a fact, I guess, in a way. All of us want to feel assurance. We've turned to the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. But we want to feel assurance that, we, in fact, we are saved, that we are forgiven, that we have eternal life. Part of the assurance that we get is by seeing the very promises God gives us in the Scriptures and taking Him at His word. 
God says, if you do this, repent and believe in the Lord Jesus, then you will be saved. And so do we take him at his word? That's a critical aspect of it. But God goes even further than that. The Holy Spirit, who he gives us, becomes that source of inner assurance within us. Notice back in the third chapter of 1 John, in verse 24, it says, Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. How do we know that we have Christ as Savior, that he is living in us? And the answer is, one of the ways is by the Holy Spirit's presence within our life. The Holy Spirit's presence is the very confirmation, the assurance to us that our salvation is real and secure. This is how we know that we live in him. Notice back now to our verse in 13 of the fourth chapter. By this we know that we abide in him. The word know here translates a form of the Greek word gnostic, which refers to experiential knowledge, knowledge that we gain over time through life itself, through the experiences that we have, through relationships that we develop. It's not talking about knowledge that we know as facts. The fact of the matter is, the knowledge of the scriptures promises to us are the factual truths, the, what the Greek word is adon or oida, that describes that type of knowing. This word, and I've talked about this before in First John with you, is a form of the word nosko, which refers to an experience of knowledge, like something we learn over time. We learn from experience. God says, we know in our experience that we abide in him because the Holy Spirit is in resonance in our life. It's not just that we have the facts of the word of God, which we do have and praise God. That should even in itself be enough. But God goes beyond that and he says, listen, in your experience now as my child, the Holy Spirit is at work in you and the Holy Spirit is confirming to you that you are my child. One of the reasons we can know is because of the presence of the Holy Spirit within us. Makes the Holy Spirit's presence pretty important, doesn't it? Another fact about this, which we need to understand, is that the Holy Spirit is given to every believer. In Romans 8, 9, it says, You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Holy Spirit does not belong to him. Do you see it? When we repent and believe, the Holy Spirit is given to us and dwells our life at that point. It's not something just for a privileged few. Just a selected number of Christians get the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. God pours the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit indwells us when we repent and believe. All have the Holy Spirit dwelling within them if they know Christ. And therefore, that Holy Spirit's work in dwelling them will be part of the confirmation of their salvation. But let's remember that the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in our life does not equal the empowering by the Holy Spirit in our life. To be filled and empowered by the Holy Spirit is tied to our determination to obey, to surrender, to knowingly depend on the Holy Spirit's enablement as we face life and walk in this world. 
Now, being filled, being empowered is a different question. But now we're talking not about that, but about the reality of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life and the link between that and assurance. So my question to you in light of this verse 13 of the fourth chapter of 1 John, have you known this inner witness of the Holy Spirit within your heart? Have you had that confirming witness of the Holy Spirit? Notice how this confirming witness is, is described in Romans chapter 8, verses 15 and 16. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. It is the Spirit himself bearing witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Our ability to respond to God no longer just as the great creator of the universe, but as our Father, our loving Heavenly Father, is tied to the Holy Spirit's ministry within us. He works within us, bears witness to us that we are in fact children of God. The indwelling Holy Spirit enables us, therefore, to respond to God with the term of endearment, Father, Abba, in the Aramaic. Even the stumbling stain will hear that witness within their heart. But understand the Holy Spirit not only is involved in helping us have confirmation and assurance about our faith, but the Holy Spirit is also in presence in our life, indwelling our life, working to convict us of sin and to challenge us in righteousness. And therefore, the Holy Spirit will be working and producing guilt at times in our life because we are not who God's called us to be. That's another issue which has been addressed already in 1 John. We'll come back to it as we continue in our study. But for now, the reminder to us, the inner witness of the Holy Spirit, we know that we abide in him because of the inner witness of the Holy Spirit in our heart. Do you know this day? I pray you do. Join me tomorrow as we continue in our study, Lord willing, of 1 John.